Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind-numbing. Enjoy. We should have for this. This is like a Halloween. Yeah, this together. is a this little. Is our... uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome See? to the zoning out Halloween party. Whoa! Not really. It's just mm-hmm. a re- it's our recap. And should we just get it out of the way on who won? Who won? <laughs> why John. was it John? It was John. <laughs> it was. Oh, I think I said that episode one. Way to yeah. bury the lead. We yeah. all knew that. Well, according to the Twitter poll, aside from votes that I any votes that I got privately through Messenger or an email votes for john which pains me to read <laughs> the ones we got through our twitter on the poll we had 10 percent of the vote went to judd 20 percent to frank 30 percent to myself and 40 percent of the vote went to john on twitter my russian so john, bots came out in full force yeah baby. they fucking got you <laughs> oh yeah you how much did you pay for this i cleared the bank <laughs> So we had uh, data the, the... was exchanged. I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> listen, well, I, I listen. So uh, let's see. Here we go from Charles, the horror movie draft. He said, uh, "Chris had two of my all-time favorites in Poltergeist and The Thing, but lost me on Tales from the Dark Side and Puppet Master. They're acquired tastes. I understand. At that point, I already lost The Mist and <laughs> Lost Boys, so I was grasping at straws. <laughs> had he solidified his original picks, Lost Boys and The Mist, I'd have voted for his group." Fuckers got me. See, this is what it means. This is what we mean by the draft. How we're all nail-biting. Frank had two juggernauts in Evil Dead 2 and Dawn of the Dead. Blob and House on Haunted Hill lost me. Sorry, dude. Fuck you, Charlie. (laughs) I thought I was the only one who liked Exorcist 3, but then I found out it was really just Frank and I. Fun fact, I was rooting for someone other than Frank to pick Evil Dead 2 just so I can hear him lose his fucking mind. I, I think we all were. Justin had a great group, and it was very hard not to pick him after he dropped the mist in there. All deadly picks here, but mostly newer entries, and maybe not in the same realm as the classics yet. Which I think we can all agree on. Justin was the most recent of all the picks, and you know what? 20 years from now, Justin has the winning team, because those will be the classics. Because the attention span of everyone will go away. John overall had the best group when he dropped Jacob's Ladder. I knew I'd be voting for it after he picked up Alien and the Shining. Originally saw Jacob's Ladder at the Kingsway and had skid marks for months. (laughs) That's my vote. But what do I know? I'd probably have Event Horizon, Psycho, and Scream. Only the first one. And Frailty. So I would have lost too. Keep up the great work. The podcast is great. Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thank, Thank you for listening. Thanks, Thank Charlie. you for reaching Thank out. You. Thank you, Charlie. And go thanks fuck for, yourself. Thanks for voting. for. Uh, <laughs> we had some comments on Twitter from a username BlackPhilip. Y'all didn't make this shit easy, he said. Justin had a very solid team all the way through. The balls it took for Frank to add Exorc- the 3 to the Exorcist. <laughs> Major points, because he likes 3 better also. Puppet Master. I almost got his vote with that one alone. But Shining, Alien, Lost Boys, and Jacob. Yep. That's pretty much all he wrote. So we it know was, what the fuck that means. It, it was a fucking land. It was... It was... 
what's it called? It was a landslide. I mean, yeah, once he yeah. had the shining, I'm like, this this game's over. Let's pack close. it up. It wasn't close. But then yeah. he kept bringing the heat. He pulled fucking he just... aliens out. Like, you son of a bitch. Like, that's like, bleh. he played to win. He knows what he's doing. He played the game Don't... right. He's the only one that had a real strategy here. Yeah, he had a strategy. Well, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't until round four where I started understanding what game we were playing. <laughs> so there was that issue I was grappling with. Well, we're here oh. this evening to talk about pretty much just to crown John the winner. Talk about our honorable mentions, movies that we've thought about drafting but didn't make the cut, anything newer that we've seen recently, and just an all-out celebration of horror movies. Halloween, What was baby. your favorite movie to talk about that you drafted? Hmm. Mm. That's tough. Uh, uh, mine was easy. Yeah, well, we yeah. know. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my last pick was the most fun to talk about. Jacob's last? Really? I would have yeah. thought it would have been The Shining. No, because Jacob's Ladder is kind of under the radar. Yeah, and the yeah. fun part of horror is when you say the title and then your reactions are, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why horror is so much fun for that reaction. And I don't know. It's tough to tell how many people have actually seen the movie. So it's fun to think if someone listens to this and checks it out. Because the others, yeah, I'm sure, they've, they've probably seen already. That's true. Yeah, and I, I, to that, I def, you know what surprised me is that Exorcist 3 was the movie I only know you saw. I know the uh, these two knuckleheads never watched it, John. <laughs> I'll never watch it again after that. God, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> but that was the most fun because I got to sell it. I felt like I felt like my beloved Ed Wynn in that episode of Twilight Zone where I had to sell you guys. <laughs> I didn't want to Ed lose. I wanted to Ed win the crowd over. I'd like a refund. Yeah, I love that movie and it was and I'm glad that there's a cup it's got this little cult feel appeal to it that two people's like, ah, a connoisseur. Like the two people who commented on it. Like, oh, you want the Dugan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dugan. That is a, that is a deep cut. That's an, a reference that only two people will understand. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And they're in the this Dugan. room. <laughs> right. So basically what the Dugan is a, a computer chair. <laughs> and so my brother, our other brother, not Justin, Rob was in the market for a new computer chair. So he goes to Staples and he's just looking around and he, you know, he's sitting in some things and an employee comes up to him and says, oh, hey, you know, can I, can I help you? And he's like, you know, I'm looking for a computer chair. I want something, you know, big, you know, sturdy. I want something that, you know, that feels that's comfortable though. Cause I'm going to be spending a long time. You know, I, I play games, you know, I'm a stocky guy. So I want something a little bit bigger, you know, more a little luxurious. Maybe the guy just stopped him in his, his tracks and, oh, you want the Dugan. And just, come with me. just come with me and just brought him to this giant computer chair it was like the steamer trunk scene in joe versus the volcano oh wow oh my god what a reference i got it i got that one now, my favorite was probably america werewolf in london to talk about oh god I mean, it's just a fun movie. It's just, right, it's just fun. Uh, from the movies, you know, the other, you know, not that the other movies aren't fun. It's the most. I mean, Shining's always fun. Just to quote, it's just really fun on the quoting lens, like uh, like tip of The Shining. Yeah. What about uh, House on Haunted Hill making a cameo in Terrifier Two? Oh, dude, right, yeah. So hard. Oh my God, Frank. That was oh, your I moment, do, baby. Dude, the movie, and that's pretty early <laughs> in the movie, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I've come to the right place. <laughs> yeah. So we've all saw it, right? We all saw it for Terrifier 2? Everybody? Yeah. Everybody? I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. It's pretty fucking brutal. It's pretty brutal. 
I, I, it's deserving of all the chatter going on around about it. Like, it's just like, yeah, this is a film that you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't see that every day. Yeah. I can't wait for it to be streaming so I can just like walk around with my phone and just load it up. And it's like, Hey, you want to see a man's Show head get cut off? Cause I think they, <laughs> I think they really did it. Yeah. There's an old Italian movie called cannibal Holocaust where the violence in it was so realistic. They went on trial and they had to like, there's uh, scenes where a native woman is like uh, impaled on a, uh, a, a spike yeah and they really thought they murdered this fucking woman because the effect oh is God. so real so they had to like find this native woman back in in south african jungle or south american jungle they had to find this woman fly her up to an italian court and be like she's alive see look we don't we don't we don't impede the woman she's a nicer lady she's alive they had to do that that's that's from the transcript <laughs> Jesus, he had it on ready. He just hit play. But like in that movie, I'm like, there's scenes like I, I was, when we were talking, we had Michael Levy on. I was just like, I, I think he just must have cut that man's fucking head off because yeah. I don't understand how else yeah, you do I, that. I, fact. Me too. I said, holy shit! <clears throat> it's like he's still moving. How? Like, that's, like uh, you see uh, what I was talking about? The eyes. Like yeah. when you look at his eye. Like that's the always eye? the giveaway. Yeah. Like. Like when Arnold would have to pull that thing out of his, the Mars tracker ah. out of his nose. Ah, and he's like the Stan Winston head. Okay, yeah, that's but, not him anymore. I mean, that was, the guy's fucking, he was still, his mouth was still moving. Witching, yeah. and when, like, the way he, like, you know, it's just the way skin moves. Those yeah, little yeah. minute moves when he put, like, Art puts his hand on his face. Yeah. It's got that skin texture. Like, you know, like that weird, like that, they haven't got 100% with, like, latex. Like, it's just, I don't yeah. know what they did. I mean, yeah. unless that's the... That's the little bit of CGI that they used, and they just kind of masked it over and touched it a little bit. That's the only thing I can explain. I mean, because it's too fucking good for it to be. Or they're murderers. And or they're murderers. Yeah, I right. think they just murdered people. One or two <laughs> things happened. Yeah. The revolutionized CGI and animatronics, or they killed the man. Yeah, yeah. If it, and it's no less Everybody. impressive if they use CGI. Or they killed them. No, you... <laughs> no one's come forward yet, so they figured yeah. something out. Yeah. We figured out how to murder people. I got a great idea to Listen. keep costs down. And it takes a lot to get me the wince. Yeah, I, man. I mean, I grew up with real behaving. Right. Right. Yeah. This was like live leak and yeah. uh, ogreish.com yeah. fucking level <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't realize. But very well done. But the thing that I think that makes it stand above that is like the quality of the performances. And Everyone's great. It's, it's, Everyone's it's entertaining. Great. It's like yeah, I'm yeah. entertained even when there's not the which is funny when you look at the film. It's like there really isn't the gore we got is huge in the chunks we got. But there's like maybe four or five mm -hmm. real horrific scenes in a, in a two hour and change movie. Yeah, it's not as much as you would think it would be. And that's not to the film's detriment. It's 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 used well, like where there's the scene in the bedroom, the bedroom and, scene uh, that, it's that honestly brutal. I, I honestly, I had, to, I, I had to shake that off. And I don't shake shit off, like, especially in movies. Unless it's, like, with dogs. Yeah. You know, I love them. Yeah. But, like, to see, like, like violence visited upon a person to the point where I'm, like, I'm, like, thinking about it. Yeah. Like, not just the act itself, but the implications of it. I was just yeah. like, oh, man, that's, what'd you do that for? Yeah, like, but it's I would... great because <laughs> they do that. And it seems, like, gratuitous. But now... I'm fucking terrified for the other characters now. Just yeah. like up to that point, you're like, all right, it's been pretty solid, like you know, standard shit, like well done standard shit. But that's like on such a level, you're like, oh, I'm really afraid for everybody now. Yeah, going forward because I don't. 
like or like I hope they just get shot and it's okay and that's it. <laughs> right. Because like I was like, okay, all right, then he's you know, he's skinning her and takes her hair, her back. Yeah. And then an arm. But then when he grabbed the fingers and just yeah, did, But then they like after that I was like, Oh thank god it's over. And then they come back yeah. to get someone else's reaction. And it's just fucking that part was fucking That's that's the part brutal. I was like, Why would you do this? Why would you come back? And you didn't I mean, have I don't to want do to that. Spoil you... it, but yeah, you didn't have. I mean, to you go really. So I don't hard. think you can spoil it. It's like no, you because you have to see it. I could tell yeah. you yeah. over and over what the fuck yeah. happens, but then once you see it, you're like, holy shit! And it's incredibly done. Like when you watch, like you know, I've seen worse, like objectively in other films. I mean, I've seen fetuses ripped out and like you know, in in trash though, where it's trash that there's this ironic detachment where you watch it, and you go, eh, well, it's fun. Ah, it's funny. You know, it's like, yeah, because it doesn't, you're not, you're not engaged with the story or the characters, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So you have that, you have that, like, safety net in front of you. Right. Like, this film does not give you that. Like, it really yeah. goes out of the way to make you like these people. Yeah. And make, it reinforce the point, they do not deserve this. Like, it's mm. not some weird, like, oh, you had sex before, you're not a virgin anymore, Whoop. you drank beer, it's not right. something. It's just like, she was just going no, about her were, day. Wrong and place, just, wrong time. Yeah. yeah. Just, just happened to, like, walk past <laughs> You happen to be home. I just happen to be right. I just happen to be home at the wrong time, and I shouldn't have answered the door. All right, that fucking little girl. I'm sorry, but that fucking scared the shit out of me. Oh, her intro. Her intro is genuinely it's fantastic. Scared the shit out of me. Like I said, oh, yeah. that's fucking <laughs> jarring. That opening because the, scene. The movie keeps like I don't know about you guys, but I'm when I'm watching Terrifier two, I kind of keep waiting for it to be bad. Yeah, I'm no. I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for the script to fall apart and the story to just deviate into into this place I don't care about. But it, but it's clever. Like her intro in the laundromat, and then what she does in the laundromat. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. I guess we're just we're going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, and, the, and and the reveal about their actual relationship, like you know, ten seconds later, what's yeah. actually going on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking- it- crazy yeah you yeah it's i've never seen like it it stays the course where it goes for really wild crazy shit but it works because it's they they did a smart they made a smart film man yeah i got a congratulations all around to that whole crew man because they fucking came swinging with what they had you know what they didn't have a lot but whatever they had they used perfectly and i mean the reported budget for this movie seems impossibly low Dude, yeah, if you would have told I mean. me it cost five million dollars, I would say, okay, I can see that. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Yep. And that uh, even that, even if you said five million, I would say, really, that seems low. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's like, a polish to the film. But then the, you watch the first one, and you say thirty-five thousand. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how that math just does not make sense to me. Because like I worked in production, I've done like budget breakdowns, so I know where money goes. I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? I mean, honestly, is it the best? makeup gore you've ever seen you have to factor in the budget right i mean it's it's an amazingly well on a technical level yeah oh 100 like they have to change i said like we had levy on it was we have to change the conversation of best practical gore in films like we in the in our draft we talked about the best werewolf transformation 20 years like excuse me like 40 years uh later which is uh american werewolf in london and like those 80s films still hold up like a lot of the, like a lot of that effects work, that practical effects work. Yeah, and it's like you, you know, since CG kind of came around and took, and there's been like a lot of good practical stuff I've seen, but like this was like, 
the first time I've seen uh, like makeup, like, oh, we hit a new level. Like we leveled up on this whole thing. Yep. Like I, I, I was like, I felt like out of touch with what was going on. Like we're, we're doing stuff like this now we're able to do. It was very impressive. I was very impressed the whole way yeah, through. It's just, it's like, wow, this is, I'm having a lot of fun. And I was taken back by how quality the effects were. And seeing uh, Monsignor Farrell High School. And seeing Monsignor Farrell at my old high school, the outside of Nellie Bly, all kinds of the most Staten Island kitchen I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, Juddy, did you see? Like, that's the kitchen. Yeah. It looks exactly, exactly like it. As soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. A lot of fun. It had, it had a very Nightmare on Elm Street vibe, speaking of high schools. That one yeah. scene where he sees him and the girl kind of like down in the hallway. Oh, yeah. That had a very Elm Street vibe. Yeah. I have a feeling he's. I have a feeling if there hasn't been a meeting with New Line Cinema and Warner about oh, it's going to that's a match made in hell right there. Yeah, it's going to happen. Like I, I have that feel. I think he would love to do it. And I, I mean, it's there's a lot of overtures to the Nightmare franchise in this, and uh, shit. I mean, I it's you know back in my filmmaking days, I wanted to make a Nightmare on Elm Street film, but it's just like I could, I don't think I got, I don't got it. I don't got the goods. No, I talk about a pitch, man. He he has it lined up if he wants it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a there lot, a lot of, yeah of good horror this year. Like I, it's funny. Like this seems to be like a weird film renaissance where everything else is kind of shit, but horror is coming out with the most interesting, like mind blowing and experimental stuff. I've been seeing a lot of stuff. It's like wow, I've I've not seen a film this interesting. Like there's films I forgot about that I was like when we were, I knew we were gonna like talk about some of our best uh, our favorite films of the year. It was like films like oh yeah, I forgot about how good that was. Well, that's what I asked Levy. The fact that certain genres are actually like dying off and horror seems to be just getting stronger. I think there's like a real freedom in horror that you just don't have in other genres. You can just experiment, or if you want to talk about something. But you're worried that if you paint it as the thing you want to talk about, it just won't sell. So if you kind of coat it under the horror genre, you're probably going to have an easier time selling it. Also, there's like there seems to be a weird puritanical streak running through America these days uh, where everybody's kind of afraid to say and do. Th- People are like afraid to be transgressive like just willy-nilly like you gotta be very careful on how you say things did anybody see uh men i didn't see that i did i was i was curious if we would actually are we gonna classify that as a horror movie i don't know what you classify it as (sighs) what is it uh yeah i don't know what you no when you it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline see the movie you'll understand our problem chris and justin like it's yeah oh right what do you describe this as uh but let's talk about because when else can you even talk about that movie it doesn't fit any box you know what i mean kind of a weird surrealist riff on adam and eve mixed with just men Mm. and female relations throughout time eternal and it's a meditation on that so there's essentially it's 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 very hard to talk about yeah There's two, there's essentially two actors. There's the main actress 
And then there's an actor who plays almost every role in the movie. Hmm. Hmm. It's fascinating, yeah. And talk about an acting showcase. The guy's amazing. Is it Rory Kinnear? Rory Kinnear, yes. Yes. Yeah, he's he's great. You want to start at the bottom and work our way up? You want to start with Halloween Ends, which is not a good movie? Oh. No, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. There's people defending it. Oh, it's, a, it's different. I don't care. Oh. It's different. It's bad. I was it's just going to say, the only thing I would defend is, is the opening scene got me really That's excited. That's it. And I thought, oh, my God. They're going to do this? Yep. This could be awesome. And then, then they, they didn't do that. Then they didn't do it. <laughs> right. Then they did it something was... else. And I said, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> they did three different movies, and none of them made sense together. No. Three different movies, none of them made sense, and none of them were Halloween. No. And I just don't care about Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, have you guys seen most of those Halloween movies? Yeah, I would say I've seen most of them. Yep. Probably, I've seen at least yeah. all of them at least once. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I haven't seen probably the, the zombie ones, Rob Zombie ones, but I've seen, I think, all the other ones. So, like, if you've seen most of them, and, you know, I don't, I'll suspend disbelief with horror, I don't care, but, like, H2O was, like, a big deal when it came out. And yeah. she kills Michael Myers in that movie, and then the next one, it's like, oh, that wasn't actually Michael Myers. And then Michael Myers kills her. So it's like, oh, she's dead. So it's like, ugh. We're just going to pretend that didn't happen. She'll come back. And over three movies, they have this. I'm just like, I don't. Uh, I just don't care. Just don't care. Yeah. Don't care. It's a milking. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Red Letter Media brought like had a point, even though they liked the movie, oddly. It's just like the, the series has been ruined. Like the last time it was ruined in Halloween 6. And the last time it was ruined with Halloween uh, Resurrection. And and the last time it was ruined Halloween too. It was yeah. it's it's like yeah. I mean there are, there are a lot of like the whole series is very uh, one step forward, two steps back with like every iteration. Here's what forget about like what I expected like from this film. It's like oh the people are I hate when people break it down. It's like people didn't get there expecting and they're mad about it. It's like no, it's just not good. It's objectively bad. Like you're gonna sit there and defend the dialogue to me. You're going to defend that dialogue to me, like, with a straight fucking face. Shut up. Sorry. It's just like, you can like it all you want, but stop telling me that it's objective. Oh, you just don't get it. Said the dumb people. I love them dumb people say, hey, did you know District 9 is about apartheid? No shit. I get really heated. <laughs> no, keep it. Fuck them. I don't care. No. Let's fucking burn no, it down. Let's We're... burn it down. No. It's Halloween, God, baby. Damn it. Just like Corey says, burn it down. Yeah, it's just like people who, like, surface-level idiots keep yelling at me and I'm, I'm sorry you could like whatever you want that's fine you could like this movie i'm not gonna judge that i like a lot of dubious shit but stop telling me i don't get it that's enraging to me yeah it's it's i did get it the dialogue is atrocious i can't let this happen to you what i can't let you be murdered because i we got to a because i immediately assume this woman who has been like there for me my entire life just decided to willy-nilly murder my boyfriend out of jealousy the fuck like and then when i realize oops it's like you know what i'm not gonna let you be strangled to death by this guy who's been torturing you your whole life i can't right. let this happen it's, to you it's the weirdest um, line i only even bring it up because it's, it's doing so well but there's so much other good horror you could watch instead yeah yeah that that no one's really talking about yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's infuriating no it, it's it's frustrating it's a frustrating movie to watch because there was so much promise in that 2018 film i don't think it's a perfect movie Oh, I do think you could cannot. I think a good fan edit 
would be is the entirety of the 2018 movie cut to spoilers i don't give a shit jamie lee writing her book finishing up her book at the end those last series of shots which i did the only thing i liked in the movie is the last shots of the film i said oh that's a really good choice but it was already too late like this the showing every room of the house just like in the original but this time instead of it being filled with dread it's filled with these mo like moments of tranquility birds chirping and peacefulness and i was like that's a brilliant that's a great like that's a brilliant way to end it it's like take everything in 2i18 and the last two minutes of this movie and you got a perfect halloween ending the end walk away or you could yeah. just watch them sloppily lazily fight in a kitchen that's lit too dark for 10 minutes yeah. until the, the the granddaughter goes ah you know what i don't think you killed my boyfriend that i just met and who was acting completely unhinged well, yeah who i kind of knew in him. high school and he, and he and I kind of knew in high school who who seems to get beat up by teenagers a lot constantly the same oh the same four teenagers beat him up oh mercifully. my god every hey, talk I'm about the York. fucking the crew the toughs yeah, yeah. what hey, are the they like it's like a band leader and where are they all right Frank you brought that up where are they all from one guy's where? from Queens. <laughs> I don't know. Haddonfield is is uh, next to Queens. Let me tell you something, Corey's. You best uh, don't touch in my car. It's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and then and then the friends like, yo, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck it's are like, we? It's like, who cast those people to be the toughs? No. And none, not a single one of those people in real life would the have same person who cast Mrs. Broflowski from South Park to be Corey's mom. Who was the most stereotypical Jewish mom that's ever been in a movie? Yeah. She should marry Judd Hirsch's character in Independence Day, so they could be the biggest Jewish stereotype <laughs> couple on the planet. Yes, yeah, my son David. <laughs> <laughs> You'd all be dead if it wasn't for my David now. Oh, Corey, why don't you meet a nice girl? It's just like, come on, what is she, this? She kisses him on the mouth. Yeah, it's probably oh, weird. Yeah. And the dad's just sitting there. Is that I don't know. Was that the oh, dad? I he's guess he's, like he's the only guy. character I Yeah, he's the only character I sympathize because with because he's completely checked out of the whole scene. Yeah, it's like right. I feel you. So he has to fucking sit, sit, sit at work late at night with his headphones on to enjoy a fucking movie because that relentless probably just nags him all day and night in this house with his fucking stupid kid that's not his that's upstairs that's getting beat up by sixteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> Threw a kid down the stairs, and now life. it's my problem. I've worked hard. I opened this beautiful junkyard to provide for my family a business, a self-made man. And now he's got this burden in his house that killed a kid. Now I got to deal with it. And his mother, who does nothing but torture my life. My only solace is to drown in alcohol and put headphones on. I, I'm going to have to like babysit. Fucking Dale, guy, fuck you, Daling, around my house. <laughs> this guy, this knucklehead, he has no prospects except the money I give him. And I got to deal with this. I... Oh. Oh, he didn't get what he fucking, he got oh, the shot. Only him, and, only if that little kid had oh. grabbed onto him and took him down with him off that fucking <laughs> header he took off the banister. <laughs> oh. She would have been and insufferable for a few months then would have gotten over it. I would have taken her to Greece or something. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The girlfriend who's like, it's no one's ever been hornier for another person in a film than she was for this fucking loser. Right. She's fucking and he was a bottom, let's fucking be honest. She's oh on the he's, she's on the back of the car putting her fingers in his mouth and the motorcycle, I mean. That's fucking oh, that, they would have there was like usually guy. 
it takes a few years <laughs> before the pegging thing is brought up. That they would have went right to it. Right to it. <laughs> so do you want it? Yep. <laughs> so did you like you did it? You gonna put on the strap? <laughs> just just fucking holds it up. Can you like talk to me like, like a, a knife? <laughs> you, like talk, a knife? Can you talk to me like a high school kid? I need this. You have a you have a Letterman jacket for your band? <laughs> hey, can you act like a fifties nineteen? Can you act like a a stereotypical fifties greaser, but also have a Letterman jacket? Can you be a bunch of confused tropes? <laughs> And just, just, just mess me up, baby. <laughs> just rearrange them guts. Fucking worst. As soon as she brought him to the fucking party and he laid on the floor, that should have been it. It's like, all right, well, this has been fun. That should have been a fucking. You want to talk about red flags? Everyone talks about red flags nowadays. The red well, flag this guy? was when he she came brought in him after to... being assaulted by little children. Children beat him up outside. Then he came into the bar and laid on the ground. For, for, I don't know why. Everyone's looking at you. Get up. What are you doing? But that just made her hornier. Right. She's like, oh, my God. I'm going to tear that up tonight. (laughs) Oh, this loser. Oh, it's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, that movie was bad. Oh, my God. I I mean, you realize we've all been single. We're talking about a Halloween movie. Yeah. I stutter one word and I'm not getting a fucking call back. This guy's flopping around, doing fucking flopping around on the floor in front of her friends. And slaying it's kids. off of bridges. Yeah, getting, what happened? The kids beat me up again. Oh, I'm so turned on right now. I'm like a fucking log flume. What was that movie with, with Norm MacDonald? With My wife would leave me if I came home one day. A bunch of high school kids beat me up again. Hey, mister, give us your briefcase. What movie was that with Norm MacDonald? <laughs> And uh, and oh. Dave Chappelle. Oh, uh, uh, screwed, screwed. Oh, uh, screwed, right. Hey, mister, those kids rob him. <laughs> hey, kid, get out of here. <laughs> They'll be to fit out. That's what happened. <laughs> what a disaster. I, I was just Ugh. floored by that. And then it was just like, okay, one time you have the kids. They keep coming back. Keep... I started by by the time they came back at that time. I'm like, they're gonna beat him up again, aren't they? And I, I, I was dying laughing about. I was this rooting point. for them at one point. Yeah. yeah. By the last time, I said, "Good. I hope this kills him." Yeah, it's just because I was ready. It's like Michael Myers is gonna show up. Like I really... It's like we get it's just it. Anything. It's like I, I don't know. It's just like my niece doesn't believe me. I don't know. I'll take a picture of him laying on a, a old blood patch of the kid he killed. Maybe that's like here. You don't have a cell phone, Laurie Strode. Does that? It's like look. FYI, and just send that picture. So, like, you see what I'm talking about? This guy might not be for you. Who knows? <laughs> she's, fuck, she's so twisted. She would have been like, "Oh, I'm really gonna come. I'm gonna." <laughs> like, he's already. <laughs> she just texts back. He's already in the right position. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck kind of movie that was, Ooh. man. It was strange. Like nobody. Like, like why kill uh, from Arrested Development? What's her name in Arrested Development? Oh, Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Oh yeah, right. It's just like to not unceremoniously kill her, and then just that's it. Man, yeah, everyone seems pretty cool about it. Then later on, how are they going to resolve this? She moved on. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's so dramatic. Yeah. No big deal. Oh, so, I guess they're I mean, not going to talk about that. How her parents were oh. butchered in the last two movies, and then she's all smiley, and now she's simping over a fucking. It just made her hornier. It's an she, aphrodisiac. You know what? She was Michael Myers. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the opening, the opening scene, 
I mean, could have went to credits after been, that and have been a ten. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nothing makes me nothing better than watching Kid Goal slinky next when he he slams into a floor. Yeah, that was that good. makes me so happy. <laughs> that was jarring. Yeah. Well, the idea the idea of like a town that had been through a traumatic event on on walking on eggshells, like super anxious and kind of flipping out on each other, that could have been very cool. But if they're all like worried that Michael Myers was going to come back and that like made them go nuts. That could have been fun. Right, but they, they right. didn't show they, that. It was like, even the the, the, the yeah. bullies were like, oh, it's the crazy lady. He was afraid of the man that butchered everybody in our neighborhood for, for years. Yeah, How it's stupid a very, of her. There's very... Oh, your daughter got murdered? Oh, oh you got stamped and that was the pin cushions coming. You buy us beer. <laughs> there's a lot of... You know, they break the show, don't tell rule of storytelling all the time. It's just like, what happened in the town? Everybody went crazy and they couldn't kill Michael Myers. So they decided to like be na nasty to me, which is like the thinnest connection they yeah. could have ever made. Because yeah. there's like really no connection to him and Michael Myers. Like, again, if they knew they were going to do this, why don't you set him up all the way back in the first movie? Right. Yeah. Or if you don't, if you didn't know that, then you don't do it. Because then you don't, it doesn't, it's, just, then you have a weird movie where you're following some dork getting beat up by high school kids three times. You could have had a beating per movie. You could have had yeah. high school kids. They, yeah. they come in when they eight. There's the beating them up by this time. It would have been nice to right. see them get older. It's like, it's like uh, that seven up series. You just see every few years, they get a little older and just beat this guy up. <laughs> Bunch of toddlers beating them fucking. Yeah. It was like stepbrothers when they forced both right. to eat the <laughs> shit. Right. <laughs> right. He really was like stepbrothers. He still lived at home. He just didn't have a step. He didn't have a brother. It's just like he's got a and girlfriend. The scene where Corey takes Michael Myers' mask is so so unintentionally funny. It's like a very long shot, and they they look like they're dancing back and forth. Yeah. As as they're coming across back in the screen, and he finally whips him down and steals his mask. I want a fan edit where at the in the middle of all this, where Robert De Niro comes out with his stroke arm from the fucking Irishman and just starts wandering around the scene because that's what that scene reminded me of—just him stroke arming in the long shot, giving his little kicks, those little weird kicks that don't go anywhere near the person he's supposedly kicking. He's still and one of our greatest. Joe calls him a, calls him kid. Even though he's 75 years old. <laughs> Even though there's way more effective ways to de-age people and had been before the movie was made. Eh, I just, we'll just smear his face like, you know, taut in, in post. That'll fool people. I still like that movie a lot. I still I still like it too. It's just the first hour is kind of goofy. It's rough, yeah. It's once he's older, when Pacino, it's When Pacino shows up, I, I, I get into it. Yes. Well, that's Halloween ends. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little better then, shall we? Not great. No. Oh, but you know what was a, a surprise, which we all, I think, watched as, since it dropped this week on HBO, uh, The Barbarian. What a surprise. My favorite horror of the year. Yeah, it might be mine. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's really good, man. I was, I was nervous going in because I'm like, it's very slickly produced. And that's usually to, like, I'm usually, like, it's like really well put together, the film. Like, it, there's money behind it. And that usually... Not sours me on a horror film, but like lets me know, like uh, temper my expectations a bit because I'm like, okay, they can't, then you know, they're gonna do these things. And the movie has a very conventional setup, very conventional, Purp purposely so, purposely so. And when it flips the script on you again and again and again, yeah. it, it's just like, 
Looks could be deceiving. Amazing. That's why it's so good, though, right? Because even for forget just horror movies. How many times do you see a movie where several times during the film you think, oh, it's going to be this, and then they do that. Oh, it's going to be this, and then they do that. This movie does it like six times. Yeah. And not to be and jarring or be misleading. It Each time it just makes me more hyped up and interested in what's happening. And has the balls to have you scratch your head for a long time when they pull one yeah. thing. Like when they transition to this other thing, you're like, without, like, with it, and it goes on. It's like, okay. Yeah. What's it's this? almost like a new and movie. And it's going starts. on. And it keeps, yeah, it's yeah. like a whole new movie starts. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And it's like, how yeah. long is this going to go? And then when you see how they connect, it's like, oh, yeah. and then they do it again. Right. I'm like, Holy shit! Yeah. How many ideas do you have, movie? And it's funny because, yeah. like, when 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 it does make the switch, it's like the shot even is like the opening, like that would be the opening credits to a different movie. Like, yeah. you totally, would, yes. I would see an opening opening title crawl during that. It's yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? This is this is a new movie starting, and it's so uh, light and breezy. Yeah, and everything. Like fun. It's just to the tone changes. I want to see anything that guy does. Uh, Zach Kreger is that is the guy who yeah. did it? Yeah, he yes, did Miss Zach March. Kreger. Remember Miss March? Never seen yeah, it. it's with a comedy, right? Horse Dick MPEG, fucking Craig <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> That's his rap name. You never seen Miss March? Oh it's, God, now I have funny. to. Yeah, it's Craig funny. Robinson. He's. A, I wasn't expecting that name. He's a rapper, and that's his name. Horse Dick MPEG. That's fucking brilliant. His uh, his 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 hit is uh, what is it? I'm, I'm a fucking white chick. Is the name yeah. of uh, his? <laughs> oh, and, I remember that. And that's all he says in the whole song. Oh, oh, oh I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's some, it has some pretty funny moments, but it's like tonally completely a different movie. Clever. I was just there was so much cleverness. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite question. I always say, "What's my favorite question to ask when I'm watching a movie? Where the fuck is this going?" Yeah. And like, and that's my favorite thing when a movie movie makes me ask that question, yep. and it does it a bunch. And it's it's entertaining. It's very witty. The film. It's genuinely good scares. Yeah, there's a lot of tense fucking moments. There's a couple of goofy things, but for a majority of it, it's it's swinging. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud several times. Like I thought Most, it's yeah. really funny in parts. Oh yeah, yeah. Justin yeah. Long is so, he's so he's good. He's great. He's great. I'm glad he's having some kind of resurgence now. Because first of all, I don't know why he like disappeared. I, I, he's always dependable. Yeah. Always dependable. I always enjoyed him. Maybe those Mac commercials really turned people off to him back in the day. Remember <laughs> yeah. those commercials? Yeah, 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 this yeah. is Mac. Oh, right. Yeah, a lot of people didn't of like him for, for that. a long time. But he was also Randy St. Randy around the same time, which is one of the greatest performances ever. <laughs> Best role ever. Yeah. Oh, like crazy. Yeah, but I mean, he's, and you know what, what is this, his fourth or fifth fucking horror movie at this point? Somebody posted on Twitter, like, they put a bunch of screenshots of all his horror movies, and he's like, he's the best Scream Queen. I'm like, you know something? Yeah. Ton Dude, Drag Me to Hell. Drag uh, Me to Hell. Jeep, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers is... Creepers, we don't really talk oh, about wow, those movies. that's a classic no. movie. That guy was a yeah. uh, fiddler. Little kids, definitely. Yeah. Be older, older than my daughter. <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> What was that, Shane Gillis? <laughs> what was that? That's Sonny. Danny oh, oh, oh. <laughs> At the pageant. <laughs> He's, he gets yeah. a nosebleed. And he... <laughs> Dead body's he like a put, piece of trash. He, put, he puts on all the white makeup. Dude. That the way that spiral, his look spiral, he starts with a big bloody nose at the beginning of the episode. It's like I love the writing of that. It's like let's look him, make him look like a ghoulish monster. So let's break his nose when he enters the bar. 
and then cover it, then have a mortician do his makeup, and he looks like a monster screaming about how he doesn't want to have sex with kids. Don't little kids, definitely don't. Little kids. <laughs> he leaves his mic on. Do whatever you want to me. Dead body's like a piece of trash. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do an Always Sunny. Uh, we, we might. Uh, we, we might. Must. There's going to be an Always Sunny uh, draft. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we should well, well just tell probably. everybody because uh. we're spinning off. We've decided that the drafts, as fun as they are, totally don't match the Twilight Zone, but we just don't want to stop doing them. So we're just going to spin off to a completely different podcast, the draft class. Basically, just what we're doing now, just with every different genre: TV, movies, characters, fucking candy bars. Goddamn it, we're gonna do everything. <laughs> yeah, we just had all, so much all fun the things you've about. you've ever argued about with your friends. Yes, that's what yeah. we're gonna try to do. Yeah, yeah, it was funny because you know it's Halloween season, and so you know it's like we need some horror themed comments. So like you know, so John came up with the the draft, uh, and Chris, John and Chris oh, was, came up with the draft, John, and uh, this is John which, baby. Uh, and eventually i may have understood part of what the rules were we're on a third (laughs) draft now we've recorded having a lot of fun with them uh we'll have special guests sometimes it's it's a much more it's a very flexible format we're figuring out and i'm excited for that yeah i don't want to give too much away about barbarian you can't it's yeah and i'm not i'm mr i don't care spoil the movie or whatever i i don't give a shit usually but this is really the fun is in the fun is in how it reveals itself to you yeah and i've watched it more than once and it was it's 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 fun. It's it's rewatchable. Yeah, in the best way. I believe it. It's it's well made. It's just a fun movie, and I like everybody in it. What's his name? Sarsgaard. Is... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill. Bill. That's uh, Pennywise, right? Great. Yes. Again, again. Let's cast Pennywise as this guy mm-hmm. to play with your expectations. It's so mm. fucking smart, you little bat, you cute bastards. Yeah. And how many times do you change your mind on him? Within the first, oh my god! Minutes. Oh my god! They're so good at that. Yeah, it's so good. His performance is fucking great. It's just so clever. Yeah, the script is so good. Yeah, John, check it out, man. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. gonna have a and ball. And there's fucking this weekend. A fucking titty woman's coming, man. You just about to watch yourself. Ooh, <laughs> she's coming for you. She's coming for you, Judd. <laughs> Why is the titty woman's coming? That's all I screamed uh, the whole movie. <laughs> oh, the titty woman's back. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Oh, that's on my list. I didn't watch it yet. Price, I knew I missed one. I'll just say, I'll I'll stay, I'll be vague. I will say the cast is really good. It's really fun and clever. And the ending is so good. It like bumps it up like a full letter grade or whatever you would classify it as. Hmm. Like the the ending is so, it's a perfect ending. Hmm. Because it it ties the whole movie together in, in a really fun, clever way. Who's in that? Borat's sister. Maria Bakalava. Ah. Bakalova Bakalava. Great um, success. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Pete Davidson, Lee Pace. But it's good. It's fun. It's definitely worth watching. Guys, just give me one minute. Continue your conversation. My daughter shit all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Megan needs assistance. That, that's got to stay in. <laughs> that's staying. Dying to see Spirit of Halloween, the movie. Did you know Wait, Spirit of Halloween? What is that? Yeah. I, like well, the, oh. the store? <laughs> the store made a movie. Oh my god, it's great! Oh, it looks great. The trailer. What is it? What can oh, it be about? I oh, I don't want to say too much. It looks fun. <laughs> I don't know what the budget was. I it's like, how was it? A month Metro card you traded to say this movie? <laughs> it's got a cast though, man. Uh, 
Well, not really. I mean, it's got a, no, it's got a cast. I mean, you got Rachel Lee Cook. Okay. Uh, you know, Josie and the Pussycats. I mean, like, hey, yeah. it costs a few bucks. And yeah. Christopher Lloyd. What? Well. Christopher Lloyd. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, there's there's a couple. Uh... Oh, and uh, Marla Gibbs from mm. the Jeffersons. The the maid from the Jeffersons is in it. Okay. Which is awesome. I mean, it might be good. Listen, I I I just I'm just saying. The trailer didn't do you no favors, but I will say the trailer for <laughs> Terrifier Two didn't. I don't think represented the movie very well either. That's just my opinion. The movie. I mean, like I was like when I went, I was like, uh oh, I don't know about this. When I saw the trailer for Terrifier Two, I was wrong. So it looks could be deceiving. It looks like it looks fun. It looks like a cute film. Yeah. For yeah. the family, it's like hey, Spirit of Halloween, yeah. which has become like a theme park now. Really? Have you ever gone to? Have you gone in the Spirit of Halloween? No, I haven't been in years. Like, dude. You, years, it's years. not what you remember. It yeah. like it used to be like like cheapo. Stuff, it used right? to be Party City. Yeah, yeah. Like That's which is a very it's always is ironically a horrible place to go into, no matter which one you go to. Yeah. Party cities are the most depressing places in the world. Spirit yes. of Halloween has become a fun house. There's like animatronics everywhere you go. You could test. There's like little mazes in the store. It's fun as hell. They have all kinds of toys and merch. I spent so much money in there. I have a werewolf doll I go to sleep with now. <laughs> <laughs> I bought from that. What do you mean? Uh, well, <laughs> Mr. Wolf Wolf helps me. When Pippin doesn't want to stay in the bed, I feel I need a nice beast with me to keep the boogies away. So Mr. Wolf Wolf keeps the boogies away. I sleep with him and my vintage Burger King doll. I have dolls I sleep with. I'm an adult married man. If you think I'm joking, ask my wife. She will tell you this is what happens. I know, I'm sure. She's made her peace with the horrible choice she's made. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking about Spirit of Halloween, the movie, which the trailer, I'm just saying, not the best trailer. I'm not going to knock the movie. Might be good. Chris, did you see the trailer for a Spirit of Halloween movie? I did. Fun film. You won't find any uh, film uh, list this year. I don't. I don't even know how I got a copy of it. It's uh, uh, the Timekeepers of Eternity. So mm. if I've talked about this with you guys, so what that is, there's a short story from Twelve Past Midnight, Four Past Midnight, or Twelve Past Midnight, Stephen King short story collection. Four Past Midnight. It's Four it Past Midnight. Four Past Midnight. Four Past Midnight called The Langoliers, one yes. of the short stories, which was made into a two part miniseries in the 90s when they were you know the tv was lousy with stephen king miniseries people are like coming back saying it's terrible it's not great i enjoyed it for what it is especially because bronson pinchot is fucking on another level of insanity in it somebody this this filmmaker took that miniseries edited it down to one hour refocused the entire story on bronson pinchot's character mr toomey because Mr. Toomey, if you remember the story, he has this thing where he the only thing that soothes him is ripping paper. He has to tear paper. The filmmaker took every frame that he uses in the film, photocopied it, and then photographed that. So the whole film is done on, like, photocopy paper. Hmm. Uh, but not just, like, they, not that's not the end of it. Like, he does transitions by ripping one side of the paper and showing another person's reverse shot of somebody. It's like, if it's somebody's, like talking over the shoulder the page a piece of paper rips and you see that person's reverse the person they're talking to is reverse there's a lot of fun things they do with it uh it's an amazing it's it's the best version of langoliers ever put to film uh somehow this is like it's like they could be sued for that apparently that's fair use that's considered really so if you want to like make a paper paper craft version of your favorite horror films and just change enough of it 
you can do that apparently legally. So I say, yeah, get those Xeroxes ready, folks. <laughs> I'm old because I still call it Xerox. But it's a it's a lot of fun. It's it's a really it's just it's a fun experiment, and hmm. I think it makes the movie better. And they fix the worst part of the TV the TV miniseries, which is when you finally see the Langoliers, and they're the worst CGI. <laughs> Even in 1994 <clears throat> dollars, it was the worst CGI you could imagine. I remember going to high school, like coming like you know like the next day. It's like oh how bad was that Langoliers? And it was like holy shit when those monsters yeah. came out, we were all wet. Like we, I remember phone calls being made to each other. I was like, are you watching this shit? This is embarrassing. <laughs> and they fix that. It's funny. Wadded up balls of paper look better than the effects from the original. Worth your time. Uh, if you're even if you're not a fan of the original, you don't. Th I don't think you need to see the original. It's just a fun little experiment on it in its own right. Have you guys seen Speak No Evil? No. No. Have you heard of it? I have. I have. I don't know if I'm recommending this or not. Because it's one of the, I feel like there's a subgenre of horror movies where after you watch it, you go, I don't know why I did that to myself. It's the kind of movie like The Strangers or Wolf Creek where it's grounded in realism and it, that gives it like a real grittiness to it. It's one of those kind of movies. I, I'll say this, the first 90% of it, it's very well done. Essentially, the, the setup is a couple meets another couple they become friends and they decide to meet up and hang out. The couple who are hosting them become progressively creepier and weirder. Mm. But the movie's very smart about why the couple who are the guests don't leave. There's never a, oh, come on, they would left by now. It's very well done. It, <laughs> it does the thing you're worried that they're going to do. And it's a pretty, it's pretty tough to watch. So I would say if you're if you're a real diehard horror fan, you'll probably enjoy it. If you're more casual, you'll probably watch and you go, I don't know why I did that to myself. <laughs> not because it's bad, not in like a Terrifier 2 way where it's like, I, I, don't, I can't I can't take the brutality. It's just like, ooh, oof. you know, it's one of those kind of hmm. movies. So I'm going to have to check that I, out. I have a bugaboo. Maybe this is similar. I can't watch movies more than once where people are imprisoned for a long time. I, I just, they really bug me. Not so, for some reason, not Shawshank. I find that fun because he, it's about the friends you meet along the way with that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like uh, films like Papillon, Midnight Express, especially if you're like imprisoned wrongly and like you just can't get, like even the movie Life with Eddie Murphy, I can't watch that. I don't like the idea of imprison like imprisonment. Even though that's most likely where my life is headed, considering the trajectory <laughs> up to this point. <laughs> but, but it's it, it, that like, especially like when you're just isolated. That that really freaks me out. That concept is it like that where it taps into like a phobia, like or something that like you know, mo like look, I'm not wacky in that. Nobody likes the idea of imprisonment. Is it is it tap into something elemental like that where you go? Oh God, I really didn't need that in my head. Like the reality of this kind of thing. A little bit, yes. It, it depends on your level of sensitivity. I think you guys would be fine. It just the thing you think they're gonna do, they actually do it, and it's just tough to watch. But it's but again, it's very well done because the people, the characters in the movie are smart. So it's interesting to have a horror movie where the characters act like actual people, given the circumstances that they put themselves into. It's a long-winded way of saying it's fucked up. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. 
Well, that's all you have to say. Yeah, yeah. So I'll cut the first. I'll cut the previous twenty minutes. I'll just you'll just hear me going. It's fucked up, guys. <laughs> Poochie went back to his home planet and said it was fucked up. <laughs> On the opposite uh, end, uh, Dead Stream not fucked up. Love. F- fun to watch. Fun. Yes. Yay. Yay. A lot of fun. Yay. That movie should have been called Wee. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, a fun throwback, like a like a, a found footage Evil Dead, probably the greatest parody that I've seen in the like uh, not mainstream, but like in any medium, just parodying live stream culture. This was like mm-hmm. the parody we needed. Yeah, it's like wow, I've, like they hit such little nuanced things. Like first of all, I got to rewatch it just to like read the like the, the comments the, the comments on this on this on his stream. Cause there's some every now and again I catch one and it's really fucking funny. Just yeah, on that, like not even when they were highlighting. I'm like, wait a minute, that's hysterical what that guy just said. Yeah, yeah. They did a really um, good job of portraying what those chat rooms actually look like. Yeah, and all yeah. the all the mannerisms of the main character. It's like, yeah, that's what they are. Like he really brings you. Like what is what are these guys? Like the guys that do this. Because I I I wind up watching a lot of like shows like that where these guys like I'm gonna go to a haunted house. It's gonna be creepy. And that they're, they're just the worst kind of. <laughs> It's like, come on, ghost. Before we go back to Deadstream, uh, I don't know if this counts as this year. Did anybody see the movie Censor? I, yeah. Because uh, was, that, I, was that last year? See, I don't know if it was because like, I saw it this year, so maybe it was last year. I think I saw year. it last year. Well, I'm counting it because we didn't it's have the show last year. Uh, yeah, it it's, it's relatively recent. It's about what the video nasties, the UK video nasties. Do you guys know about that? Okay. No. So there was a back at the beginning of the VHS boom of the early 80s, uh, England put out a list of a bunch of films uh, they just did not feel were fit for pu- public consumption called the Video Nasties. So they had like a, a, sensory bo- a sensor board put up, installed, and they would, you know, say this movie's suitable for public consumption. This isn't. Uh, a lot of those films, was, uh, what film I mentioned earlier, Cannibal Holocaust was on that list. And this film follows a, I guess, fictional, obviously, uh, one of those censors, as mm-hmm. one of the films she's reviewing, keeps mirroring things that happened to her. Mm, cool. And the filmmaker is very mysterious. It's like, who is this filmmaker that seems to be writing, like, taking autobiographical bits of my early life and making a horror film out of it? A lot of, like, not fun. Very disturbing, a very effective movie. The last half hour is your your. It's like men in that regard, where it's just like your grip on what's actually happening and your uh, and sanity are gonna f- like fly right out the window. And you really, it's one of those you really have to think about what you just watched. It's not it's not cut and dry, even though it has a very standard setup. Like okay, I could see like oh that's a nice mystery setup, and it's like oh no 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 they're going into some really weird places with this. Uh, very good, very well made. Has a really cool style to it too. Yes. Very visual. Very visual. Did any, anyone see X or Pearl? God damn it, no, no. I was damn, really hoping. I was, I was trying to get those in before tonight. Me too. I was really trying, but I was just like, got, I got bogged down with a lot of shit. But I was like, God damn, I had them both like on deck. I saw X. I did not see Pearl. But you liked X. I remember you telling me after you came out of X, like this is good. I did. It's fun. It's it's like a. It's like a low-budget Tarantino horror movie. Okay. Just like good characters, fun. Uh, it has like a sense of humor to it. It's clearly inspired by like some of the classics. And and she's very good. Mia Goth is very good. It's good. 
Pearl, I, I heard Pearl was almost as good, but I didn't see it. Nope, anybody? I saw it. I saw it. Eh. I don't have anything to say about it. it just it exists. No, it was, it was, you know, it was fine. <laughs> it's it, fine. It's, it's very pretty. Very pretty. I thought the stretch at night was really good when he's trying to survive and the, it's like the blood oh, is yeah, like yeah. raining on the house. Like that yeah. sequence I thought was really good. I wish I wish more of the movie was that. Yeah, I, I just, you know what? In, the, in another year, maybe a few years ago, this was such a really good year that it like, you know, what would have probably been like really cool five years ago is just like, eh, it's just there's too much more interesting stuff going on right now. Yeah, right. Which is funny because this modern hard wave, you could probably trace back uh, to like big success of uh, Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. Like, was like, you know, big beginning of a big smart horror boom. I mean, like, there's been, like, of course, movies around, but like, where it's like, oh, these things make money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So, like, it's funny. He was foisted by his own petard. Yeah. That's probably a big, in terms of using the genre to try to say something. Mm. I mean, that was huge. Yeah. So wait, all of you guys have seen Nope? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what did you think about the whole sitcom section? Um, I liked it until they stopped talking about it. I kind of wanted to know. <laughs> Felt too know, random. Like, right. It was just kind of like put there and then they just stopped. You know, it's like, well, what What do you mean? Good idea, but it wasn't fleshed out. or No, it was, it was just... like all, everything was like a half idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. There's a lot. It was just too many ideas, and it's just like you gotta you gotta get rid of some or make this movie six hours long. I I don't like you can't do all this. Yeah, I mean I wasn't like bored with the movie. No, I it, was it was fine. The performances were all good. Everything it was very pretty, but it was like you know you're setting up a lot of these things and relationships and you know backstory and then just kind of abandoning it. I agree. Overall, I liked it. I wish it had just been a little more condensed because yeah. some of the some of the imagery was so like the um. When you see like what happens to them when they get sucked yeah. up, like that was awesome. Yeah. I just wish it had leaned into that more because he's great. Yeah. Some of the imagery he creates is like beautiful stuff. Not no, necessarily horror, but horror adjacent. A lot of people didn't like it. I think it's just because and uh, coming off of Spider-Man, No Way Home, you just you were going to get your fucking anything that came after that was just not going to live up to it. But I really enjoyed Multiverse of Madness. Um, just because I got to see Sam Raimi be Sam Raimi on like on a budget level we haven't seen. Like even though it's like, oh, you saw him in Spider-Man. It's like that wasn't him. That was him like dialing back his yeah, style. You had, you had flashes of Raimi in those yeah, movies. Yeah, flashes like, you know, the scene in the the hot, in Spider-Man 2 the most, I'd say. Yeah, with the it's, operating room. With yeah, the... like you see like, the little bits of Raimi in there. But it's like, you know, then you have long stretches where it just looks like any other movie. This yeah. was him being his ramiest i don't think the script is great i think there's a lot of problems there yeah but it was just like i kind of checked out on what the film was about i don't even know what the film's about i don't remember i don't care i was just enjoying those little moments of a lot of moments of him just having it's like what's the most fun way to show this Hmm. it's like it's not a good story beat like if he had a great script alongside it it would have, like, I think would have, of course, made it better. Like, hey, you know, a good script would make a movie better. Yeah, obviously. But, I mean, like, I think <laughs> even despite that, it is a lot of fun to be had with that movie. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not as fun in the horror-adjacent uh, stuff. is uh, Morbius. <sighs> Did you watch it? Anybody watch it? I tried. It? I only made was it this year? Halfway. Yeah. It was, this year. It was Morbin yeah. time this year. Morbin, Morbin. time. Yeah, I love really it. It became a meme. 
Yeah, it's not even funny, bad. It's just it's not, not. No, it's not fun. There's nothing. It's it's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing it's, about it. it's good. No, the action just sucks. It's like you know, just it's like, I don't care. Waste perfectly Ugh. good Time Lord. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, perfectly good Matt Smith. You just wasted. Yeah, I didn't. I I, I, I don't know. Like what was going on? I didn't even understand the end credit scene. I didn't even get that far. I shut it off. I said I don't give a fuck. I really don't care anymore. I have other oh, things I gotta just, do. It was very strange. I didn't understand, like, what happened here? Like, what were you think? What what were you... I want to grab whoever was in charge. Like, what were you trying to do? Because I don't even understand what this was. No. Did not like. And not but even I fun. Like. like, I liked that it became a meme, but it's just like, I don't... Like, the memes around it were funnier than... Like, oh, this must be a fun... I was disappointed when I saw it because I'm like... Because the, the meme thing had already happened. I'm like, yeah. this must be a fun movie to watch then. Like, to make and fun of. And it wasn't. It was the, just the best shit. <clears throat> with that movie was that the meme sensation caused Sony to uh, say, oh, they like it. Let's put it back in the theaters. And then no one went to see it again. Which is the best. That made me so happy. <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> That's hilarious. See the film everybody's talking about. We're on the yeah. joke. And no, then... They're all making fun of you, stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. That uh, movie... it's like, and then no, bomb you... twice. This is the only movie that bombed twice. <laughs> I, I fucking... The movie became a lol cow just overnight. It was just like, we're not, we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you, sir. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I had no what interest I did in like, that one. was uh, fucking uh, Prey. I enjoyed a lot. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that, too. Oh, yeah, that was good. It's a monster movie, Predator movie. Well, such like, a good idea to reinvigorate that franchise. Right, right. Do that. Just keep giving me that. Put the Ooh. Predator in, fucking put him in medieval... You know, Europe. Put him in. Yeah. Put him in the Renaissance. Yeah. Let's get right. him. Let's get yeah. him in All Shakespeare. Let's, <laughs> let's get going. Put him anywhere. I don't give a fuck. Put him in, you know, Australia before it was a country. Put him in fucking samurai Japan. I want to see him just doing everything. Yeah. Well, I think that that's probably gonna come. Oh yeah, you could put him anywhere. It would be funny. Like you know. I want to see knights fight him. I want to see. Put him in. Uh, and then the him, eventual, you know? he has to babysit kids that like rich kids that like don't respect him. <laughs> Because that's what always happens to like tough guys after the movies. Eventually, they have to make the movie where they babysit kids that don't respect yeah. them. Sure. But then he shows them like predator tricks, and then they all like you know like him at the end, starring Vin Diesel. You know what's amazing? I'm looking at like lists of movies. I'm like combing through the horror films I saw, and I forgot I even saw it. I'd say this might be the worst film I've seen like this year. I mean, because I don't remember it. I I watched it, and I don't remember a thing that happened. Is the new screen? Oh my god! Oh wow! Yeah, I saw it. And that's all. You know it. what? Fucking blew my mind. I've been seeing like now that like you know we're getting the end of Halloween season, uh, you know, heading towards year end. That's on a lot of people's top ten like horror movies or movies of the year. Really? And I don't know how because it's not it's, good. It's not good at all. No, and it's not even good for a scream movie. And I have a low. You know, that's a series aside from the first one. I don't particularly like, but. I, I I can watch two and three. I can watch them because like a lot of nostalgia will kick in. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. I I could like let it like, like what's another movie for that time? Like Godzilla, 1998. I watched oh, that I movie. Mean, Listen, it's a not a good fun. movie. I have fun. No, it's with fun that movie. though. Yeah, I have fun with that movie. Most but of it's like, nostalgia. Part of the appeal with the scream movies is like the whole like, oh, who's the killer? So like after you find, after I watch them once, it's like I don't care anymore. There's really getting to me to find the killer is the most fun I'm having. Once I find it out, I don't care anymore. 
It's like, I'm done. I'm not going to go back and watch this again because they don't do anything that's going to be like, oh, I have to see that more. Yeah, it's yeah, just, I, I, it's relentlessly meta to the point yeah, that they, right. they, they make me not care about anything because you, yeah. whatever you bring up, it's just like, oh, look, it's a person with a knife killing someone. Remember this from the first Scream? It's like, are you making a movie or are you just doing commentary on the first movie? Because if you do both, I'm, I'm not going to give a shit. It's just impossible. And it's like, Nev Campbell, she's got a gun now. Oh, oh that's exciting. She's yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's Dewey, remember? Remember oh. how he got, he got butchered three times? It was just nothing. I don't, and like the new cast was so flat. That's like, again, I, I had this conversation. My friend, Car- my friend Carmine was really, you don't understand what this did to him, the new Halloween films. It really just <laughs> it broke him. It really, because this, the, he's watching his childhood just be picked apart. And he's just not, he doesn't, he's not equipped to deal with this. He's just, <laughs> he's like, he's watched, I mean, the Star Wars thing should have killed him. But he's like, you know what? <laughs> but then like the new Halloween, he was like, you know, I'm more excited. He said this to me, like in 2017, it's like, I'm more excited for Halloween than a new Star Wars. You don't understand. And then, like, he liked the first one, he made excuses for the second one, and then he gets to this one, he's just like, I don't understand. And, like, in that conversation, we say, the guys who run Cobra Kai, whether you like that show or not, I think it does a really good job bringing back, the th- representing the things you like about those movies, and but making the, the new cast, like, something appealing, too. Like, if they removed Ralph Macchio and with Billy Zabka, I'd still find it an entertaining show. Well, this is yeah. why the movies that, the, that we like the most, like Barbarian or Terrifier, they're the, they're the opposite. They're just doing their own thing. They're not, you know, trying you to something do... something new? Yes. And fresh? Oh, yeah. It's like kryptonite oh, to these goodness. leeches. <laughs> but they keep losing money. It's just like, I don't understand. We keep pouring money into all these things that people like. It's just like, you broke them. You broke these people. Look what you've been putting them through. Did you see the last Star Wars movie? I mean, like, how do you, do you think you could keep beating these people and they'll keep coming back? But they I, do. I, I That's why they keep beating them. Yeah. Look what I got. I got CGI Egon Spangler. See, I liked Afterlife. Eh, fooey on you. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry. I liked it. I enjoyed I know, it. But you're a mark. You're like, you love Star the... Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. Anything yeah, you... with Ghostbusters on it. It's like me with Godzilla. Almost, anything. Almost like... anything with Ghostbusters on it. See, that's how I am with Godzilla, so I can't say anything. It's like you could just put, mm-hmm. you could like light a bag of shit on fire in my ports and say it's Godzilla, and I'll be happy. Yeah, as long as you're not insulting me. <laughs> Where um... was Rodan? That would be my only complaint about the flaming bag of shit on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> but Ghost, I, I didn't see Afterlife. I'm not, I'm not going to see it. Like the trailer for Afterlife, maybe it was like the very first trailer. You don't really see anything, and they're just like playing old clips of bill murray like I, my I, like my body's like on fire like the goosebumps hurt when i hear oh. that like that's i, I get chills that's heroin about it. i know right when it's just you they're just playing old lines from bill murray and the little fucking the little piano yeah oh. that's crap i am like, i have tobin spirit guide sitting on my desk right now that's <laughs> how much lying. i'm a fucking he's not lying we spent <laughs> i mean we both spent an obscene amount of money when we didn't have any buying those Maddie Collector Ghostbusters prop oh, toys. Gosh, they're in my attic. They are. I mean, I have the posters next to me on the wall. Oh, there it is. That's like going back to you? Scream, right? It's like we like the original Scream because the characters were fun. Like Matthew yeah. Lillard and Jamie 
Kennedy were like fun personalities. Right. You can you can do the reboot, but if the characters are totally flat, it's just yeah, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah no, it works so well because it's just like you know the whole opening scene with Drew Barrymore, like she's a big time star, and to like just unceremoniously just kill her and just gone brutally, really well. It's do- like wow, that's fucking like people are like what? Yeah, what the fuck is what is this movie? In in Wes Craven's best moment as a director, like without a doubt, in that scene, like holy shit, like you know, yeah. I always like Wes Craven, but like he hit a new level. It's like this is fucking epic, like yeah. tension. This is really brilliantly. Yeah, I mean, I remember scene. the hype after that, like when Scream Two was coming out. Like I was in high school, and like we oh, yeah. cut we cut school that day to go see Scream Two. Like everyone was talking like, oh, Scream's coming out tomorrow. We're we're all going right. Everyone's like, fuck, yeah, fuck this place. We're going to fucking see We're going to the movies. It's like, well, I'm sorry. You said Scream 2 with Sarah Michelle Gellar? Did I, did I like, create this in, like, a vision? Like, uh, I was fucking amped. Kidding me? And they're in college now? Oh, yeah. Did you guys see Watcher? I watched The Watcher. No. So you saw it. All right. What did you think of it? Wait, the movie or the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, the movie. Oh, I watched the show. Uh, I don't even know what What the show is. This The Watcher on Netflix. On Netflix. Oh. oh, this is just called Watcher. It's on Shutter. Watcher is with uh, Maika Monroe, the lead from It Follows. It's good. It's like it's like a low key good quasi horror date movie. It's her. Go, she goes with her boyfriend and they move to I forget what what country it is, but she's like she has nothing to do all day while he's at work, and she thinks that this guy from across the building is like following her, and she becomes very paranoid and the guy who plays the suspected villain is excellent what, what was a movie that didn't make it on your draft list that, oh, you, God. that you contemplated what's the big one it's shocking to me going back and there wasn't one nightmare on elm street film on there well the first one no i know for me oh for you but yeah. i had a tough choice to make because johnny had picked nightmare on elm street right out the gate uh i wouldn't have picked one i would have picked three I said, I can't have another Nightmare on Elm Street. It was just weird. I was also thinking about the show. And I'm like, do we really want to talk about another Nightmare on Elm Street film? Like, right, like, but I was thinking along those lines. But I said, and I said, and I knew the blob would be on it. And I was just like, there's just too much Frank Darabont on my list. Mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. I can't have that. So I got to pick one Frank Darabont, Chuck Russell film. Uh, so I have to pick, so... Do I pick Nightmare on Elm Street 3? And it's like, it's fucking, dude, I'm Mr. Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm like, I, I'm stunned that it wasn't on there. Yeah. But I said, I have to pick. It's like, I got to pick one. And I said, you know, he just picked Nightmare 1. I don't want to really talk about Nightmare 3 after he just talked about it. And then, uh, let's, let's just go with the blob. Go with the blob. I was just like, gut <laughs> impulse. It could have gone the other way very easily. I was just like, it was really like, pull the trigger on one blob. New Nightmare almost made my list, but. Mm. Don't, don't be mad at me, guys. No. A nice but boy. In place of the mist, I was really close to picking Scream or Final Destination. Final That's Destination's okay. a lot of fun. Because Final wow. Destination legitimately scared the shit out of me. Oh, was, dude. Yeah, well, you were a, a very skittish boy. Well, I, like... I was also like six when I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I like, like anything could kill me. <laughs> like ev- anything and everything. <laughs> yeah. I was looking. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking panic-stricken, anxiety-ridden nut. Do you guys, uh, as opposed to now. Yeah, no, same thing. <laughs> Someone asked me like two days ago, and I didn't have an answer. I'm curious if you guys do. What, what is the actual scariest movie? Hmm. I, I took like an incredibly long pause, and I was like, 
I mean, I mean re- really, like movie that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid was Terminator Two. Right. Really? Yeah. Robert Patrick terrified me as a kid. Yeah. But that doesn't count. It's not a horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One movie that I watched when I was very young and it stuck with me. It scared the shit out of me. I always have any movies with aliens in it fucked me up when I was a kid. So like Fire in the Sky really fucked me up. Ooh. I couldn't watch that movie. And particularly Communion. You ever oh, see Communion with Christopher oh, Walken? Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, fucking movie in particular when the fucking <laughs> he's sitting in the cabin and the little alien peeks out of the fucking corner <laughs> ruined me. I would watch Doorways as a kid for fucking <laughs> like he's gonna yeah. peek I, I around. I rewatched that because I remember watching that with my dad and really being fucking frightened because that's like right around the time it came out. I watched. Yeah, it. yeah, so it's fucking. I was age scary, man. Be, yeah, it's fucking freaky for a kid to watch that fucking movie. The kid was already skittish about aliens. These aliens, yeah, they won't leave fucking, me They're alone. gonna get me. I know they're gonna get me. And those fucking aliens, when that thing peeked around that corner in that cabin, that got me. For some reason, I watched it again recently because. I want to because I had a memory for some reason of it taking place in an office building, and I don't know why because it doesn't. You're abducting me here all wrong. Don't care for your tone. <laughs> abducting me that way again. Stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Yeah, that <laughs> fire in the sky fucked me up when I was a kid. But when I watched that as I got older, I realized how just really bad that movie is. And it's not really scary. Like you can see the fucking like the zippers on the back of the aliens' costumes. Chris, did Dreamcatcher fuck you up as a kid? Because it's a movie you talk about a lot. No. No, it didn't. I, like, I really do like. Dreamcatcher. I like Dreamcatcher. It's a lot. It's a very I funny movie. It. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, what's the movie that fucked me up the most when I was a kid? Yeah, it's what anything anything to do with aliens really got me. And Jacob's Ladder, but you fucking drafted that. Jacob's yeah, Ladders, yeah, that's a, that's, that's still a movie I saw me. too young. Uh, from from Adrian Lynn, like I think I saw this too young too. Uh, Angel Heart really freaked me out as a kid, mm. especially with him and Lisa Bonet blood fuck all crazy like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're just this <laughs> they called the knock up boots and just blood flying everywhere. It's like that's gross. I oh great, now I'm asexual. Isn't isn't De Niro's character named Lou Cipher? Lewis Lewis Cipher, yes. Oh jeez. He's peeling those those hard boiled eggs with those long fingernails. Oh yeah. yeah. Incest blood baby looks at him at the end, just points a finger at him, it's like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, I don't like that baby. <laughs> Oh, you know what's like that, you know, baby. Uh, Scared me as a little kid was The Omen. Mm-hmm. You guys see the original Open Omen? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The nanny was fucking terrifying when I was a kid. She was she was great. She was so menacing. That was good. That movie's good. The first one, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. The Omen's that's a classic. Yeah. It's like Rose's baby. Rosemary's baby. Well, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but like how Ghostbusters was my first memory. That was one of the first things I was scared of. Well, I, I, because I, I actually looked it up. I was just like the, the dates. I remember seeing Ghostbusters. I'm four years old. My parents take me to see Ghostbusters. What a week that we what a what a what a week that was. It was Ghostbusters, and the next weekend was Gremlins. Like literally, like uh, that. That's how oh they released. And uh, the movie starts, and it goes to the library, and that library is like, go ahead, get her. And I remember just going. Doing the little kid thing of going, <laughs> and my mom had to take me home, and I didn't actually finish seeing it that that night. But I was like, "Wow, that's like literally." I'm trying to think. I'm like, do I remember anything more? Like, yeah, I have like faint memories. Like that move, that scene scared me so much. It like made my long term memory come online. Yeah, 
Well, Sigourney Weaver getting sucked into the room was terrifying as a kid. Really well done. Yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That's very jarring. Yes, have some. Uh, I mean, I could talk. We could talk about it, but we got to do a Ghostbusters More of a guideline and a rule. I, I I think Ghostbusters. We'd have to just do a draft that's just the first Ghostbusters, where we all get to take it for five straight weeks, and we just talk yeah. about. We all the draft same movie. our funny favorite ten seconds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bear, a bear in his apartment. A bear. <laughs> there's so, so many little ones. brought a cougar to a party and went berserk. Some <laughs> <laughs> asshole brought a cougar to a party. A cougar. <laughs> E.T. scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, they, when he first finds him in the shed, that... Yeah. That scared <laughs> the living shit out of me. Yeah. He's scary, that fucking thing. Uh, as an adult, what scared me? Uh, great scary film like that. Genuinely stick like s- stays under your skin for a long time after you watch it. Not really good in the jump scares department, but it's not trying to be. Session nine. Remember how good oh, session yeah. nine was? Session nine. Oh, yeah. this is on my um. Fuck you. Honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. I love session nine. Is that where that's from? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Oh, that's on your yeah. list, John. It, it was on my when we did our original kind of like putting together our list. And I'm kind of fleshing out like some sort of ranking system. It, Session nine's on there. I've seen it a bunch of yeah. times. It's so much fun. I love the momentum in the last act. It's genuinely creepy when they're inside. And uh, was it Josh Lucas when he's like by himself? And it, what are you doing here? What are yeah. you doing? Here? It's yeah. so good. It's really. Where good. was that it, filmed? I feel like it's in a least, real like mental asylum. Yeah, mental. No, it was, was, it, right? I yeah. think it was Maine or Massachusetts. I I, okay, I thought okay. yeah. I thought it was Pennsylvania. Maybe Pennsylvania. I remember it being close, kind of close to us. I remember like when I was young in high school, my friends wanted to go. I made my friends watch that. No, they're from Massachusetts. That's what it is. Some of the best sound design ever in a film. Like if you can watch that film with headphones, you should. There's some amazing sound design in that film. Oh, was that a big production? The tapes are great. Oh, wait, it was Massachusetts. You're right. It was in uh, Danvers. Danvers Metal Hospital. Yeah, baby. On location. That's where it takes place and where it was shot. Yeah, that was a movie that I showed a lot of people. Like, I brought that around. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's I got a slow it, burn. I, I, I rented it on uh, Netflix when they used to mail you shit. And I brought oh, it. I used to yeah. be like, oh, I got session nine. You guys got to watch this. Yeah, I, that's a yeah. slow burn. It's a movie you got to, like, really, like, push people to watch because it's, yeah. it's a slow burn. Yeah, but yeah. it's so, I said, I'm telling you, stick with it. It is so rewarding. Yeah, Brad Anderson was directed that. He's good. He said he did some stuff on The Wire. He's Machinist. He's, yeah, right. And you get you get Caruso. As like yeah. the the cocky one in the group. I mean, who's how's that not gonna be fun? Wait, wait, let me think of a fucking great line from him. I gotta think of a good Caruso well, they, moment. They do the thing where it's like two weeks, we'll do it in one. That would have been a good Caruso moment. He puts hmm. on the shades, he's like, We'll do it in one week. I, I had critters in my top five. Oh, did anyone see the black phone? I saw no. it. Yeah. I loved yeah, it. Scott Derrickson. I thought it was really good. Same guy who did the Sinister movies, I think. Right? Uh I like the first uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Mm, Where'd they go with horror guys with that? Uh, A lot of the stuff that made it onto other people's lists uh, are in there, uh, in my list. Uh, The Mist. Session 9 was on my list, too. Uh, Invasion of the... I'm amazed... Did you take House? Did anybody take House? No. Mm -mm. I'm amazed you didn't go for House, Chris. I was surprised you didn't go for House. Nah. Uh, I like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy House a lot. Another... Haunting, maze. The haunting. Oh, I talked about that. Uh, one, one that was very close for me was the was the fly. Mm. Oh, Ooh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, I just 
I felt like it was one. It's just not as good as, as the other ones. There's no knock against it. But that the second half when because the movie's basically two halves. It's Goldblum and then it's The Fly. Fuck man, and when he deteriorates, it's so gnarly in such a fun way. Yeah, when yeah. he starts crying Ruth all over his food. Let me show you how yeah. Brundle Fly eats. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, that poor fuck. That poor, that poor ex-boyfriend gets his hand all melted off. Oh, yeah. I saw The Fly 2 in theaters, and Ugh. it devastated me. Horrible shit with dogs. I'm not... I can't, just don't no, do that, that, ever. Dude, that is the worst thing. No. Dog. I can't... I'm going to stop talking about it, because it yeah, really gets I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> I really... I can't watch anything with dogs, and that's literally the worst thing with dogs in it's that movie. It's the worst. It's horrible. I put the thing in my vid. Uh, I put a lot. Of, like, I was amazed for myself that I didn't put any classic Universal stuff because that's like every ha- Halloween season, I go run through all the Universal yeah. horror movies, and uh, my favorite of like every Universal horror movie is a weird one: the Son of Frankenstein, not Bride of Frankenstein. Mm. That everybody, yeah. Son of Frankenstein. If you watch Son of Frankenstein, it's essentially okay. There's Doctor Strange Love, and there's the serious version of Doctor Strange Love that came out at the same time called Failsafe. It's essentially the same plot and a lot of the beats of Doctor Strange Love, except it's played as a straight drama. Great film. I actually prefer it to Doctor Strange Love, if I'm being honest. Son of Frankenstein is that to to young Frankenstein. It's literally the same movie. Like they took all like and it's like that's what they were referencing is is Son of Frankenstein. Like all the, the plot, even Inspector Kemp with the arm, that's from Son of Frankenstein. Like that's all from that. It's it's my favorite of all the Frankenstein. It's a, my favorite of all those Universal films if for one reason is that fuck Dracula. Bela Lugosi's best performance is is Igor in that movie. Oh. He's it's such a great performance. He plays such a dick. It's such a great performance because like I it's something you would not see because he's always trying to be like regal and charming like charming. This he plays just a douchebag who's just just a nasty, sarcastic, just asshole who's just a it's just a sneaky little shit. It's such a great performance. Uh, that's amazing. That's an, anybody ever see a Tale of Two Sisters? Really great horror film from Korea from two thousand three. Uh, I saw that back in the day. That's one of the best scares I've ever seen. Like, there's one of the best scares, like, the way it's structured, and I, I don't want to, like, spoil the scare, but it's a great scene where somebody is frightened by something in the previous scene. We don't see what it is. Other people who saw what they were frightened by are leaving, or, like, cut to later on. They're, like, on their way home. I saw something. Like, what are you talking about? Like, when she freaked out, I saw something somewhere. I thought I saw something. Cut to back to the person who was freaking out they're looking at the spot that person it's like a really great retroactive scare it's like you like you're confused like what is this woman freaking out about then somebody says i think i saw something over there and now you know what to be afraid of but Mm. now the character doesn't know it's really well done and it's the way it drops the bomb on you eventually really is (gasps) you ever see the original uh the grudge from japan that's another good one yeah that i saw i don't know if i saw the original one did you have you seen audition Oh, yeah, God, audition's yeah. a fucking great yeah. jump scare. Yeah, when she's in the bag, or oh, the things in the bag behind a, her. That's an all timer, and then and he, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fuck. <laughs> you guys see the platform? No. It's on Netflix. Oh yeah, I did no. see that. That's fucked up. That movie. It's really like you would hate up. it because the the imprisonment aspect. Old boy really too. Like up. I have trouble dealing with that movie because it's just like it's twenty years they lock him up for. It's like I can't, I can't do that. I can't. Like they yeah, just put him in a room. 
essentially like the platforms is like it's a, it's a giant prison everyone's on these different levels of this you know this prison just goes down there's a big hole in the middle of the gr- the floor what was it once a day or once yeah, a week once a day there's like this big bountiful feast that comes that down at the top right and l- yeah it's lots of so right so the, the lower you are down the less food you get yeah and so like, like it stays on each floor for a minute wait a and you can second eat all you want did you Peace. see this this sounds like a dig at capitalism. Oh, it it is. It oh, it is. definitely is. Yeah, for oh, sure. Wait a minute. It's 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 not it's not an American movie. I think it's I French see. or yeah, I think it might be French or Spanish, Brazilian. Thing. Yeah, something like. That. But it it was <laughs> really interesting. Yeah, and they wake up in like different floors. They're all fucked up. Yeah, and the, your floor changes and it's random and you don't get to pick and like it gets kind of brutal. I know it's goofy now, but in the moment, Blair Witch. Yeah. This, oh, I it, mean that's so effective. I yeah. went back and forth that movie for years, and now I'm on the side of that movie's amazing. Yeah, so I, just, I, I loved you, it, then I hated it, then I loved it again. Now I'm, I, then I hated it, now I love it again. I remember I saw that with it was like me, my best friend, his older brother, and his older brother's friends, who were very tough guys. They were probably like 17, 18. They were like, you you wouldn't fuck with them ever. And I remember coming out of the theater with them, and they were like shook. They thought it was they thought it was legit real. They're like, how the fuck did they get that footage? And then put people yeah. saw the movie and then were like, wow, that actually that actually happened. I mean, the shot and the shot with the last shot when you're in the moment and he's just staring at the wall, standing in that fucking corner. Yeah, that's fucking iconic shit. I mean, in the in the, saw, in the moment, it was great. That's when I was reading a lot of movie blog sites like Ain't It Cool and like there was a buzz about it. They were like drum rolling that shit. And I got to see it before it like blew up in just one. There's like a theater. I, I hope it's still around. Uh, there's like the art theater in Manhattan, the Angelica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it was only playing there, and I got to see it like really early. And I was not prepared for it. I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like it's <laughs> like first I was just confused. I'm like, "This is a weird movie." Like I I just knew that it's like go see this. Like they didn't say what it was, and it's before like the proto viral marketing campaign. Did you ever hear how, like they marketed that film? They would have like ringers go into like night spots and like start up conversations with like people like pretend like they'd have people go in and have pretend la- conversations loudly about this movie they just watched they <laughs> don't know if it's real or not wow and That's they would brilliant. just they were doing shit huh. like that real gorilla shit gorilla yeah do you guys remember when the howard stern show would be on e yeah. very late at night yep okay so if i was ever up that late i would be so excited to watch the howard stern show for the ring the commercial was like just the tape and then and then they'd show the 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 ring and then like a little fuzzy with a date i remember seeing that shit because this is like 2 30 in the morning just the fucking ring tape and i was like what what was that like i was petrified i mean talk about genius marketing like i did not i could not fall asleep after i saw that thing I was like, what the hell was that? It's like, it's like, yeah, man, that was great stuff. Has anybody ever seen Ghost Watch? Ghost Watch is one of the coolest things ever. So in 1990 in the UK, they aired this special starring Michael Parkinson. Michael Parkinson was this, uh, was like essentially the Walter Cronkite of British news. Like he's a very respected journalist. I, I don't know if he's dead. He might still be alive. And it was him hosting like a, a, a Halloween special called Ghost Watch. We're going to go to this real haunted house in this suburban house and we're going to film like we're going to have experts. I'm going to be in studio with experts and we're going to have our field people like watching it. 
like outside, kind of like what WNUF does. It's so well done where it's just like, it's like they have a call-in portion of the show where it's like, you know, they're going through the house and it's like very innocuous at first, but then like you have callers calling in going, did you see that guy standing behind what's her name in the previous scene? It's like, what? Mm. When you didn't see, and I don't think they, here's the gag, they actually didn't have it there originally, but then when they play it back, you see there's somebody clearly standing behind that person and mm. it's, and it's so well done. Um, it was it's they, it's often referred to as the British War of the Worlds because people thought it was real and a, a couple of uh, killed themselves after watching it. Oh wow! Oh they my went, God. So that's a that's a interesting thing to watch. I, it's one of those things I watch every Halloween. It's one of my favorite things. I got a little uh, horror breaking news. Mm-hmm. Making her triumphant return to screen. Shelley Duvall is going to be in a horror movie. Really. In a werewolf movie called The Forest Hills, directed by Scott Goldberg. It takes place in Forest Hills? <laughs> Queen. <laughs> the Forest Hills. Oh. Starring Edward Furlong and Dee Wallace, Shelley Duvall. Two wow. decades of not acting. Wow. She could be. What if she's great, though? That would right. Be awesome. I mean, I, I would love it. I could be yeah, a return. I want, to... I, listen, I want a triumphant return. Listen, that's what I'm hoping for. Somebody tried to strangle Danny. <laughs> it's something less physical abuse. What happened? I tried to strangle myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it's kind of that. Uh, are you out of your fucking <laughs> mind? K to K one to K to K twelve. She's just like staring at the wall. <laughs> it's like from a Wet Hot American Summer. The, she's in front of the thing and the, the, the radio's unplugged. No, Grandma, I didn't get it. The water boy. <laughs> <laughs> they pan down, he's wearing heels. <laughs> Phone disconnected. One of the best reveals ever in a movie. <laughs> no, Grandma, I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, ah. shit. Oh, that'd be great. She's in a horror film. I, I I'll say yeah, it. I will I'll say, say it. it and just I wish nothing but the best. <laughs> uh, Love doing that draft. I'm so glad it's continuing. Yeah. We got some dynamite drafts yeah, cooking currently. Let's. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of spoilers we got? We got the Steven Spielberg draft is coming next month, November. Yes. On the draft class podcast, I'm loaded with heartbreakers. Because, you know, before we were picking a whole genre, now we have a very limited pool. Yeah. And a lot of, and, you know, four guys fighting. Yeah. So, if, I mean, if you enjoyed the ugly. draft, the Christmas movie draft coming for the holidays, Thanksgiving movie draft, that's going to be a fucking tough one. It's just going to be a sprint. There's like four of them. It's going to be <laughs> so a sprint. I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> a sprint for trains, planes, and automobiles. <laughs> Frank posted a Halloween picture throwback to that oh we oh. saw we're oh, gonna attach gosh. it to this episode <laughs> yeah that might be i might make that the cover art <laughs> come on did john did you see this picture no okay i'm gonna send this to you right now because we gotta see john i got no. it i'll just show it on the i'm gonna screen share oh. it hold on I'll screen knowing share. frank <laughs> it's funny I, i've been exposed essentially john like all my shit talking all my Oh my! No, no, you don't understand. It's not like that. <laughs> All that is, I've been found out, John. Oh, yes. A, a, a picture has come to light. <sighs> so, not, yeah, I've been exposed. Oh, <laughs> and it's a good one. Here we go. 
Hold on. Watch stream. Oh my god. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> it truly is. There's a lot to have. There's a lot to take in. <laughs> Do you think my mom could have made so like, hey, son, can you make your last a little me- less askew for the picture? <laughs> what a beefy little tit monster I was. And I'm holding what? the pumpkin the wrong the way. I don't like wa- that. I don't you know. know, you know, she was like, Frank, hold the pumpkin. <laughs> Frank, what is she saying to you as she's taking this picture? <laughs> Look how uncomfortable your ear must have been. And that oh, I, I must have been. I woke up one night. I, you know, once I got that costume, I wouldn't take it off. It must have smelled like fucking. Oh, boy. It must have smelled like old sock by the time I stuck that sucker up. But I remember uh, my, my waking up to, like, my fa- my brother and my mother over me because I was choking. I was asphyxiating myself in my sleep from the cape. So my brother like woke up in the middle of the night and he just saw me with my tongue sticking out halfway. <laughs> I just going, huh, 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 and I just woke up to screaming and people pulling a cape off me. Oh. Um, there's that. There's the wood panel wall with the pink uh, blinds behind it. The shocking pink blinds. And, uh, oh, there's that. God. That That's... carpet that was I think like a like a kind of a peach color, but was a uh, dog piss brown by the end because we had a lot of dogs that were kind of unruly. Red uh, rum was red rum around that. Red rum was around this time, yes. Yeah. Red uh, rum and princess. And right killer. next to that TV is the couch that I slept on. That red would sit next to and growl at me. Yeah. <laughs> Got my foot bit a lot of times on that. Couch. In between that coffee table and the couch, so <laughs> the maulings would take place. I'm I'm holding the pumpkin. I'm not looking at the camera. Like one <laughs> eye. Where is, are you looking? I, I don't know where I'm looking. And I've got the pumpkin tilted towards, like almost towards, like the pumpkin has a face on it. And I'm pointing it the wrong way. And, you know, it's fucked up. I probably think I am looking at the camera. There's so much There's so much bottom half of head. Look how much bottom of face I have. They would figure you out instantly. Yeah. Is that like, oh, who's, who's Batman? Oh, Frank, you're Batman? <laughs> who's that very slow-moving Batman? <laughs> oh, God. What a perfect way to say happy Halloween. Yes. Happy Halloween, perfect. everyone. Yes, everybody. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. This Thank you. Great. This has been the Zoning Out Halloween <laughs> special. Enjoy, everybody. Uh, I'm your thanks to everyone friend. who voted. Yes, yes everyone, thank you. Thanks to everyone who voted for John. <laughs> My Russian bots. I love you guys. Criminal. Charlie, I'm very mad at you. But thank you for voting. For seriously, uh, I'm not mad at yeah. you. I love you dearly. Uh, thank you, folks. <laughs> thank you, folks. Thanks, guys.